podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. We continue with our reading lesson, chapter 2. This is from Dragons and Bulls, a book by Stanley Kroll. It's a veteran with um, 34 years um, in Wall Street. Uh, He wrote the Dragons and Bulls book. So let me read the importance of an investment strategy. I'll read this verbatim. Back in 97, I received the following letter. Part of it read, A New York friend sent me your World Sugar Market letter of October 17, which I found interesting and subsequently quite profitable. The quotation from Jesse Livermore reminded me of my late and lamented father, who, when I was a boy, I asked how he made money on the futures market. His answer was, You have to be bold and you have to be right. I then said, what if you're bold and wrong? And he said, then you go down with the ship. His father did just that, unfortunately. The ongoing dialogue with stock and commodity speculators has been an enjoyable and rewarding aspect of my career and through diverse contacts spanning a period exceeding 30 years. One recurring theme seems to surface. Even the least successful traders occasionally experience the big profits that are in the market, elusive and tough to capture, but there. And if the considerable hazards of the big wipeout can be avoided, it is possible to take home large profits. But the question is, how do we avoid the financial disaster, the big wipeout that is all too common in the world of the serious financial speculator? Or as expressed more poignantly in the above letter, how to avoid going down with the ship. Ever since people got together and bartered some tablets, tools, or just something to eat or to wear, there have been winners and losers in the trading game. Yet, despite the obvious profit potential and high leverage, most speculators, including many professionals, end up losers. Aside from the small number of professional operators who scalp in large volume and pay only negligible commissions or clearing fees, traders who make the the big money on a consistent basis are the longer-term position traders. They tend to be trend followers. I have been fortunate enough to have been on the right side of some very big positions and big profits. Some of them held for as long as 8 or 10 months, and as related later, One actually held long for five years. The necessity of a first-class, viable strategy is part of the success in most fields of endeavor. It is no less relevant in financial speculation than it is in marathon running, tournament tennis, chess competition, or corporate takeovers. The common denominator lies in the fact that success or victory involves both technical as well as strategic considerations. With so many players nowadays equally qualified in the technical aspects of their trader profession, 
The thing that will distinguish the winner from the almost winner is a consistent and disciplined application of a first-class strategy and viable tactics. The correct utilization of a good strategy is especially crucial in stock and commodity speculation. The basic rules are commonly known, but consider those traders who have never experienced a winning year regardless of how long they've been at it. Unfortunately, it's a relatively high percent of speculators, yet they've been surely heard and can possibly recite verbatim some of those tried and tested maxims, the trend is your friend, cut your losses, let your profits run, the first loss is the cheapest loss, and so on. Here is a winning strategy in its most basic form. Probably all traders know them from memory, but while consistent, while consistent winners share a single-minded adherence to this basic winning strategy, consistent losers, on the other hand, are just as purposeful in their avoidance and violations of the strategies. Basic strategies, number one. In summarizing the strategies and tactics you need to avoid the big wipeout and to stand proudly in the winner's circle, the following constitutes the essence of a basic strategy. Number one, participate only in markets which are trending strongly or which are in the process of developing into a major trending formation. Identify the major ongoing trend of each market and take position only in the direction of the dominant trend or stand aside. Number two, assume that you are trading in the direction of the trend. Initiate your position either on a significant breakout such as a gap opening on high volume from the previous or sideways trend or on a measured reaction from the ongoing major trend. In a major downtrend, sell on minor trend rallies into overhead resistance or against a strong downtrend line, or on a 45% to 55% rally, or the third to fifth day of the rally from the recent reaction bottom. Number three, in a major uptrend, buy on a minor trend reaction into support or against a strong uptrend line, or on a 45% to 55% reaction, or the third to fifth day of the reaction from the recent rally high. In this regard, it's imperative to note that if you misread or choose to ignore the trend of the market and are buying against an entrenched bear market or selling against an entrenched bull market, you are likely to spill lots of red ink and feel pretty silly as well. Your with-the-trend position could result in a big favorable move, so you should try to remain aboard for the ride. By promising that every with-the-trend position could result in the mid-move, you will be encouraged to resist the many temptations to trade for the minor swings or to scalp against the trend trades. Once the position is going your way and a favorable trend has been confirmed by your technical analysis, you can add to the position pyramid under specific conditions as noted in chapters 11 and 15. Maintain your position until you are totally stopped out and your trend analysis indicates that the trend has reversed. At that point, if you have been attentive to the market, you should be positioned for the newly formed trend. 
In chapters 11 and 15, the specific and detailed tactics of exiting a position will be discussed. However, if you've liquidated a position and subsequent market action indicates that the major ongoing trend is still intact and that you have liquidated prematurely, get back on board, but do it carefully and objectively. Again, initiating with the trend positions as discussed elsewhere in this book, notably in chapters 11 and 15. Lastly, what if the market moved aversely, not with you as it is supposed to? First of all, how will you know if it is a position gone sour? If you can't work it out, the daily equity, equity run will tell you in no uncertain terms. As a rule of thumb, you should probably not risk more than 40% of margin on a stock made or a 70% on a futures trade. Dixon Watts, a famous turn-of-the-country commodity speculator, once said, Run quickly or not at all. He may have had a deep bankroll or been enough of a masochist to include the not to include the not at all part. My advice is to heed these words, minus the or not at all. And finally, while a consistent viable strategy is clearly the mainstay of successful speculation, three additional traits are required. Discipline, discipline, and discipline. The balance of this book is devoted to presenting and proving the above thesis. I can patently assess from personal and painful experience that whenever I was careless or foolish enough to stray from these tenets, I lost money. On the other hand, it shouldn't come as no surprise that I generally made money when operating according to these strategies and tactics tactics set forth here for these are universal guidelines thank you and i hope you learned a lot from mr stanley crawl that was essentially a chapter all about following trends in our case oh uh, well actually this year one of the the best gains we've always had was just really following a secular trend the secular trends of video games and esports the secular you know, the secular trends of athleisure, the ongoing secular trend on plant-based, the ongoing secular trend on e-commerce, and so forth. So, yeah, just ride with the trend, know a secular trend, and be there. And when it bends, get out. Sounds simple, but I hope you learn a lot from that chapter. We'll begin with more chapters um, until we finish all 15 chapters of Mr. Stanley Kroll's excellent book, Dragons and Bulls, Profitable Investment Strategies for Trading Stocks and Commodities. Thank you. Bye.